Yo, 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 what's going on, great people? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day, morning, night, whenever you decide to listen to this podcast. Welcome back to another episode on Pierce the Heart. Uh, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. Uh, it's a button that you press. I still don't know what that button is. If you guys have been listening to all the other episodes, you can tell that uh, I don't know what that where that button is. Like, I, I really don't. I, I really don't. But please subscribe. So it'll let you know when another episode come out. I try to do one a month. I'll probably increase, probably, you know, probably increase to two a month. No telling. But please subscribe. Uh, go back listen to the other episodes. I'm pretty sure you'll get something from them. Uh, surprise, surprise, surprise. We're on part three of Discovering Your Potential. Now, if you haven't, please go back and go check out part one. Go check out part two. And when you get to part three, by the time you get to part three, you can be like, oh, man, that makes sense, right? The the piece of how each one flows when it comes to listening to them and seeing how they sound. You're like, yo, this dude is really talking about something. I hope that you say that. You know, that's the goal. But today, I only got six points that I'm going to run by you. And with these six points, it's going to get you closer to reaching your potential. The goal of every episode or every podcast that you uh well, for my podcast, anything, my whole goal is for when you leave, you leave with something. Leave with something that's going to be beneficial for you, also beneficial for the people around you. All right, so with that being said, let's get to it. Part three, discovering your potential. Let's go. First, tip number one, if you are writing this down, uh, it's going to be a good, it's going to be good, I promise you. All right, here we go. This is one. Bullet one, you must know your source. You can put a hyphen right here and put, God is your source. Say it again, number one is you must know your source. We're gonna put a hyphen and you're gonna put God is your source. That's it, That that's your source. And it's easier said than, <laughs> it's, easy, it's easier said than belief. All right, anybody can say it, God is my source. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you see how fast that came out? God is my source. <laughs> The, the when does the mind switch over to say God is my source? Right? Is it that you have to uh, lose out on something? Is it do you have to be at the bottom of the bottom to be like, man, you know what? I realize when everything is going around me that God is my source. Why can't it be at this moment now when you just take thirty seconds to be like, you know what? God is the source, man. <laughs> like everything revolves around God. And once you realize that, it really helps with uh, incoming. I'm putting incoming. You should see my air quotations. Incoming obstacles, uh, situations, problems, uh, people who may come your way to throw you off of that mindset. And be careful of that. Once you're like, you know what, man? God is my source. And I'm going to move my mind in a forward thinking of that's what it is. God is my source. It's, ama- it's an amazing feeling. You don't have to do it when you when you, when your bank account hits zero, 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 zero. <laughs> you don't have to do it there. You can do it actually now. And you can feed that thought every single day. Even if it's just like waking up in the morning and say, hey, God is my source. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Number two, 
you must understand how you were designed to function. Here's your hyphen. God designed you to operate by faith. I'm going to say that again. You must understand how you were designed to function. God designed you to operate by faith. That's how he operated you by. Your whole makeup and your whole design had faith written all on it. Like, it's like, um, let me see, how can I use this? It's like living life knowing that there's something deep inside you that's, um, that's always, it's always been there and it's, and it's good for you. But the many distractions that you have in your life blocks you from seeing, um, a way that you can live with that thing that's been in you all this whole time. Like, it's like that, <laughs> it's like, a, you know, it's like having something that's there. And that's what faith is supposed to be. Faith is supposed to be just, it's just supposed to be there. That's how we're supposed to operate. That's how we're supposed to have a perspective on life. That's how we're supposed to move and operate. Um, you know, believing in Christ, um, it says, uh, faith is the evidence of things not seen, but everything that's hoped for. And with that, you know, we just keep our eyes, and our, we keep our hearts, and knowing that God is our source, having that faith in Him, it just, uh, man, <laughs> it's an amazing thing. Uh, like I said, but like I said, it's like like I mentioned before, it's easier said than belief. At what point did you just sit and check yourself and be like, yo, man, do I do I really have faith in this? I really have faith in Jesus Christ like I say I do. Or am I just blowing smoke? That's a question to think about. No pressure. Number three. You must know your purpose. Ooh, this is a good one. So many people who I, who I interact with like, yo, I want to know my purpose. Jesus, show me. What's my purpose? I don't I don't know what it is. I'm looking for it. And, like what if I got, like what if this question is a question you've been asking yourself and like you still <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm making fun. It's, it's, it's not fun, I'm sorry, I apologize. You must know your purpose. Alright, you ready for it? You ready for the answer that these that people has been asking? Who have been asking this question like a lot. And I got the answer. I know what you're saying. Drake, say it. Tell me my purpose. Come on, man. Like what are you doing? I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I've been waiting for this all my life. You don't understand how hard it is to figure this out. All right, I got you. All right, okay, okay, okay. I think I, think I stalled long enough. You must know your purpose. God created you to express his image, to enjoy fellowship with him, to dominate the earth, to bear fruit, and to reproduce yourself. Ooh. God created you to express his image, to enjoy fellowship with him, to dominate the earth, to bear fruit, and to reproduce yourself. Now, I want you to take out time and write every single one of those things down. And the reason why I say write them down is because I want you, this is a challenge. Ooh, challenge. The challenge is going to, after you write these things down, you're going to ask God. What does it look like to live through your image, to enjoy fellowship with you, to dominate earth, to bear fruit, and to reproduce myself? What does that look like in your eyes, God? Show me what does that look like. Ooh, I felt that one. I felt that one. 
What does that look like? And allow him to show you. Allow him to show you. And the thing is, be patient with those questions, too, as well. I'm not saying, like, you know, you may get an answer tonight. You may get an answer as soon as you ask him. But how beautiful would it be to sit there and wait and knowing that these are the questions that you ask God because these are the questions you've been looking for all your life or you've been wanting somebody to tell you. And he's like, all right, cool. And now I see that the... <laughs> Now I see that the focus is now on me. When, when I'm saying me, I mean like the, the focus is now on God to be like, okay, God, within your time frame, please let me know what these things are. And I, you know how my heart is because I'm eager to know this stuff. Because this is the question that a lot of people have been asking. Be praying for you too. Number five, you must have the right environment. God created you to live with him in a relationship of fellowship and obedience. Ooh. That is established and maintained by his presence, assurance, guidance, and direction. Uh oh. So what I like about number five. Number five is like. So I'm reading this other book. Wait, what book am I? What book is that? Oh, how to read a book. That's it. I, I know, right? I got a book on how to read a book. Yeah, that's when you say that loud. It's like what? Right, anyway, so this book, what it does is it teaches you that when people write certain things, the reason why they write it. So the question is, why did he write this question as number five when number four? No, not number four. Did I skip number four? I think I skipped number four. I did. I just jumped straight to number five. <laughs> All right, cool. Wait, I was about to go in too. All right, now we can go back. We'll go back to number four. We'll go over number four. Okay. No, I want to do... Like, should I finish number five? Never mind. We'll get back to number five. All right, let's go to number four. All right. So, number three was no... You must know your purpose. <laughs> number four was you must understand your resources. God has given you resources of spirit, body, soul, time, and material things. You must understand your resources. Ooh, that's a tough word. Uh, resources. The reason why I say it's a tough word because we make not we. Let me stop saying we. Like, have you ever like read a word and you may think that you know what that word means until you look it up and you be like, "Yo, but I thought that word meant that." No, it meant something totally different than what you thought it was. So you must understand your resources. God has given you resources of spirit, body, soul, time, and material things. So the reason why I say look up the word resources, so then you can now further understand the question when he says, you must understand your resources. You're gonna underline resources and you can put, God has given you resources. You're gonna underline resources of spirit, body, soul, time, and material things. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one I wanna go in on, right? Like. Which one is going to be like, yeah. Uh, let's go with to the material things. Uh, using material things as a resource is not something that can that you should get attached to. All right, we can't. Once we pass away from this life, we can't take none of the material things that we got on this earth with us. So the thing is, that should <laughs> scratch out the attachment that you have on material things or material gains because at the end of the day. Uh, you can't take it with you. Like it doesn't. <laughs> you can't. You, you don't go to heaven with a U-Haul truck. It doesn't work that way. You know, I don't think in the Bible he recalls. You know the gates open and say, "Yo, man, what your uh, Chase checking account look like?" 
or how many properties you have or um you know are those jays or nikes it doesn't work that way those material things so with when the mind like when, when you see that material things is not as high value as society make it seems then your energy will go more towards of understanding the spirit the body the soul and the time and um time is a scary thing to talk about because you don't know when it's gonna be your last time you don't know that's the thing about it like you don't know you don't know when it's gonna when you <laughs> like you don't know when it's your last breath so then that just puts the value on the soul, right? Because at this point now, once, you want, once your mind makes an acceptance of, you don't know when it's going to be your last breath, the conversations, the time that's been spent, the things that you put in your body, the things that you allow your uh, soul, and when I was to break down the word soul, the soul is the will, the emotions, and the mind. I'm going to say that again. The will is the, I mean, I'm not the will. The soul is the will, the emotions, and the mind. When you break, when you realize that, you know, and understand, no, yeah, let's we'll say realize. When you realize that time is a resource, then at that point, then you will start putting in the effort to then remove yourself from material things, understand where you are at in time by benefiting, by benefiting your soul, which then, when you benefit your soul, which is the inside, then you start working on your body, which is the outside. And then from there, from the outside, you understand the spirit so it's written is how it's written is spirit body soul time and material things only thing that i did differently was have you look at material things differently time differently understand the soul recognize the body but lean on the spirit it read one way i just went back the other way cool all right number five I just, <laughs> this is the word i just skipped i was about to go in on is that you must have the right environment. God created you to live with him in a relationship of fellowship and obedience that is established and maintained by his presence, assurance, guidance, and direction. So the thing about, this is what I about to say about number five. The, thing, the reason why I like number five and the way it sits is because if you go back to question number three, which says you must know your purpose. And also if you go back to question number four, you must understand your purpose. I'm mean, sorry, you must understand your resources. That's question number four. Then you will go to number five. You must have the right environment. But then you take that, what I just said, you must have the right environment. And I like it to where it says, uh, God created you to live with him in a relationship of fellowship and obedience that established and maintained, established and maintained by his presence, assurance, guidance, and directions. So this question, what it does is it um, it has you taking those things that was answered in previous questions and it makes you go directly to him and ask him, uh, where's your presence at in this? Where's your assurance and um, the fruit, uh, the guidance and the direction? He said it's always leaning on him to say, okay, now I see that you need me to recognize uh, that time is my resource. All right. I recognize that. Now I'm asking for your guidance and your directions and your presence and your assurance when it comes to how to manage. Ooh, that's a key word. How to manage my time. All right. Let's, let's, do, let's do one more. Let's say, um, 
resource. My resource is um, let's use the spirit, the Holy Spirit. Resources is the spirit. God, because you show me through your presence and your assurance and your guidance and your direction on how to lean on the Holy Spirit to help me to become better at understanding my purpose. <laughs> the purpose again. <laughs> we got to know the purpose. We got to know the purpose. Because then once you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you there, then it goes back to question number three, where it says God created you to express his image, to enjoy fellowship with him, to dominate the earth, to bear fruit, and to reproduce yourself. Yeah, I'm going to let that marinate for a little bit. Yep. I like that question. Really good question. Number six, you must work out your potential. Put a hyphen. Work is God's blessing to challenge and expose your potential. Number six, again, you must work out your potential. Work is God's blessing to challenge and expose your potential. Got to work, man. You got to work on it. What does work look like? Hmm. That's a good question. What does work look like? Yo, can you tell me, Dre, what works look like? So the first thing we're going to do with work, you remember how I mentioned earlier that you sometimes know words that you may think you know, but you realize you don't know at all? I should look that word up. Look up the word work. And then after you look up the word work, if you've been writing the questions down, you're going to rewrite, you're going to reread the question and you're going to use the definition of work there. And then you're going to go back to question five and you're going to ask him, what is this? What is this to you? Because the thing is, at the end of the day, I can give you, you know, my definition of work, but then my definition of work can be completely wrong in the way that he wants you to work. And if my definition is completely wrong on the way that I want you to work, then um, I'm not helping you live out your purpose. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to deter you from that. You want to know your purpose. You want to know the reason why you're here. You don't want to waste anything. You don't want to waste your resources. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy part three of discovering your potential. And remember, man. I just remember just to be the example. That's the goal, just to be the example. So everything that you heard, I hope you take it, use it, uh, apply it, and then uh, give it to somebody else. Yeah, give it to somebody else. Don't be selfish. <laughs> Don't be selfish. But man, thank you guys so much for listening, taking out the time to listen. Have a nice one.